Hi, everyone. My name is Byron Katie, and I'm so happy to be here. And Tim, thank you for this call to unite. Now, you know, I took that in very deeply, this call to unite. Am I doing my part? How united am I with the world around me and its needs? And how aware am I of my talents and what I might offer? And you know, in my late 70s, um, really all they're asking of me is that as an old person, I stay home. And <laughs> But you know, those of us that are staying home and those of us are, that are not, I want to share with you that, that I found a way to unite. And what I can share with you is the way that I see the world and those suffering in the world and those that have it better and those that have it worse and those of you that are suffering so much loss in uh, this pandemic and, and how united am I with my mind all over the place and, and I see those images of heartbreak and heartache and hunger and as I witness that in my mind's eye, it brings about, you know, this grief and pain and fear. So one day after a decade, more than a decade of suffering, as I lay sleeping on the floor because I didn't believe I deserved a bed, a cockroach crawled over my foot. I was in this dead sleep and it woke me up, I woke up. And the reason I was sleeping on the floor in the first place is my life was so dark that I didn't believe I even deserved a bed to sleep in. So in that moment that I woke up, just startled before the ego could fill in that space, I saw the cause of my suffering and in that in that moment, all the suffering, the depression, the agoraphobia, the low self-esteem, the crazy, crazy, ununited mind was united. I saw how all suffering was created. One thing we agree on is there is discontent in this world. There is suffering and we don't live our lives well out of that. We're not at our best in that. We're not at our most creative in that. And what I saw on the floor is there is a cause of this pain and suffering and grief. And that there is a way out. There is a way out. And I would like to, um, I would like Mary in a moment to demonstrate that way out and invite you all to, um, in your own way, sit in this inquiry. It's only four questions and then we're going to test some opposites. And um, so follow along and Mary, hi, hi. So um, you're a friend of the work and you actually uh, support me to do um, at home with Byron Katie each morning, seven days a week from nine to 10. And, and I'm not just an old person at home, actually. Um, I do this, this service, this call to duty and other things too. 
but I, we all like like all of us, we do what we can. So Mary, what is running through your head? I know we talked earlier and, and about your daughter and school's out, and there you are at home alone with your daughter, and uh, day after day after day, you know we're we're um, on the head runs. So what what is an an a judgment that you have noticed going on in your mind? That I um, feel overwhelmed because my daughter's school is closed. Okay, so your daughter's school is closed and this is, we're going what, into the second second month of this? No, the, going into the third month of this now, huh? I've lost track. <laughs> oh, lost track, okay. So um, your daughter's school is closed. All right, now um, I invite you all to be there and in your own way, and close your eyes, close your eyes. We're going to meditate in how the mind works. So let's say you're sitting at your computer or you're doing the dishes or you're walking to your bedroom and you have the thought, my daughter's school is closed. So I'll ask you, there are only four questions here for all of you watching this your daughter's school is closed is it true yes now notice mary how do you react what happens when you believe the thought get in touch with the emotional and those images like you're you're sitting down but those images of past future and first, let's get in touch with emotions. How do you react? What happens when you think the thought, my daughter's school is closed? I feel anxious and scattered. Um, I uh, feel a, just a, a shortness of breath. Um, I feel guilty and inadequate, um, yeah, overwhelmed. There's so much to do, um, feel lost. And so, you know, and, I'm, and I'm in this with you and, and I've had this thought about my grandchildren, their educations will be lacking. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that yeah. means they're going to have to catch up. And I see images of the future of them not making it into the school that they wanted to um, be accepted in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I see her developing bad habits. Yeah. That, and I, I, I feel guilty that I'm teaching her bad habits. Um, okay. I, so you see those images of future, and then you see those images of past, where she was at school and you had all this free time and you see her picking up and her excitement about the, the, the school day. And then you see images of the future. You can all see I've done this work. <laughs> it was the future where, you know, it's gonna go on and on. We're gonna have a second wave and on and on and on. Okay, so we've heard your emotional and specifically where you feel the emotions. 
So feel, feel that. Yeah, in my chest, in my neck. Um, I, I, there's like a shaky nervousness um, and it, it manifests as like a shakiness in my body. So Mary, as you experience those images in your head of past future, and you experience your emotions in touch with those, what is the cause of the emotions? Is it what you're thinking and believing? Or is it the fact that your daughter's not going to school? If you want a little fear and terror, get a future. You want a little shame and guilt, get a past. You know, I'm kind of rushing this, which isn't fair to Mary, but I do want you all to experience inquiry. It has been said that, I think it was Einstein that, um, you can double check this, that an unquestioned life isn't worth living. And I've come to see in my own experience, it's really true. True for me. And so Mary, close your eyes again. Close your eyes again. So you're safe right here, right now. Who would you be without your story of your daughter's school is closed. Who would you be without that story running? As Reverend Angel said earlier, you know, get in touch with where you're sitting and are you okay without your story? Are you okay? Yeah. Just here, now, present here now. And those of you listening, that's where you always are, here now. Here now, it's just what are you thinking and believing? You know, the, the world is what it is. How can I unite if I'm not united with my world? And my world is what I'm thinking and believing about the world as you're demonstrating. And again, I'm sorry to be moving so fast, but we just got a little signal that that our time is up, I think. But Mary, let's turn it around. My daughter's school is closed. Can you see an opposite? My daughter's school is open. Yeah. Ah, so what does that mean to you as you look at it? Well, they're very engaged. You know, she's doing Zoom calls and 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 part of the openness to me too is I, I get to observe more of it. And um, I'm learning a lot through it. I'm learning a lot about my daughter and how we can relate and... Um, yeah, yeah. The, the examples go on and on. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's the, so your world is okay in this moment now. Mm -hmm. And waking yeah. up to reality, it, it brings you there. Reality with the story stretched out, not united awake to the story running in your head, that's the cause of all emotions, awake to that, united. And I want that for all of you that, that are scattered, fearful, experiencing grief and pain. The work is always free <laughs> on byronkatie.com, no newsletter to invite, nothing. It's 
freedom is our birthright and that is something no one can give to us. And again, Tim, thank you for this call to unite and, um, and um, the invitation to serve this morning. Thank you. Thank you, Mary. Hi, thank you.